everybody. Welcome to episode 75 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am your very deep and sexy host, Sashia Dumont. And I'm Paul Robinson. And, um, you know, we've been doing this show for 75 episodes and we haven't missed a week. <laughs> and we're here broadcasting, as it were, broadcasting. And you're very, very ill. I, I'm not well. It speaks, it, it speaks to your endurance and your go get them. And you're, you sound really nasally this morning. I, I, yeah, yeah. Wow. Did well, you finally get it? No, I mean, it's just probably allergies. 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 <laughs> we both are sounding really awesome. We've got the perfect radio voice on today. Well, if I bring it down this way, then it's a whole other kind of show. Um. So, yeah, so we're both like whatever, so it'll be quick. Quick and painless. <laughs> we both could care less about being here. Couldn't. No, I have some things I'd like to talk about, actually, that I haven't told you about. Oh. <gasps> Secrets in the marriage never ends well. Yeah. First, we should um, give an update on a vital sign, right? Because we're closing in. We are closing in, actually. You're uh, you're in the the color correction process. Yep. Um, and this is also uh, an opportunity to give a shout out to Mr. Emmett Cook because we haven't done that yet because mm-hmm. we were just kind of waiting for him to back out of this whole thing right. and realize, like, you know what? I'm too cool for you guys. Like, what are you what are you, what are you doing? Um, but Emmett Cook, who was on one of our episodes mm-hmm. over the summer, I believe, mm-hmm. ish spring. It wasn't that long ago. Wasn't I would recommend ago. listening to his episode because it's it's really good. Yeah, he was on. He was on. He was on this year. I'm sorry, I'm on a lot of medication. I can't think of things <laughs> right now. I don't even know where I things live. Things and the stuff. Um, and so um, we we reached out to Emmett, and he's been working with us, and he's been just amazing about this whole thing and um so we're gonna have some original music on on the score of this which is like yeah what didn't expect that um yeah so we actually had a a couple people reach out about it about doing it um i find like composers yeah tend to be tend to be more willing to work with smaller um productions because i think the more um I can't really think of the word. You know, I just think I don't want to say professional. That's terrible. Um, but just I, I you're guess you're probably a little more constrained on bigger budget I things. Think the higher budgeted productions and 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 um, those types, it's like they want a very specific thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you deal with corporate and that, say there isn't a whole yeah. lot of leeway artistically, right? You know, so these things. So we're always kind of surprised that people will work with us. But I think that, you know, if, if it if their schedule allows and, you know, the budget and, and all that, then they tend to, to be excited about these types of projects. Because with Emmett, we're basically like, uh, here's the direction that mm-hmm. we're going for. But the mood, as it were, you do whatever you want. Go yeah. ahead. Go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so um, you have that that sort of freedom there. Mm-hmm. So big shout out to Emmett Cook. Go check his stuff out. He's on uh, the sites, all, all the 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 what you call it sites. Oh, the like premium B and like all those yeah, yeah. stock sites. Stock sites. That's what I was trying to think. <clears throat> we'll of. link to link to his My personal brain site is in the not working in the in the notes of the podcast episode. Yes. Yeah. You gonna um, keep so you gonna keep snorting up your snot into the mic? No, 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 no. <laughs> if people have um. What if you're that? still with us. Yeah. There's this there's this thing that people have where they can't deal with noises. It's like it's something phony. Misophonia. Yeah, is that what it is? They're probably like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of this episode, guys. Sorry. I kind of have that <clears throat> when it comes to 
spitting mm-hmm. and the chewing does get me. Yeah. Like you, you, for some reason, listening to you eat cereal makes me want to punch babies. I just yeah. can't. Ugh, you're the loudest cereal eater. I've gotten that before in my life. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not an eloquent cereal eater. You are not. No, <laughs> you are not. But in this episode, I sound like a chain-smoking drag queen, as I've been saying, so. Yeah, sound like Philip Seymour Hoffman. And, and flawless. Flawless. <laughs> Honey, <laughs> I picked up that crown. So, um, what are we talking about? Well, one of the things I, I thought was interesting that came out was so there's this thing called the paramount decrees have you heard of this obviously not okay so basically I've what been it in is a coma for the past six days yeah so basically what it is is like in the 40s or 50s i think or maybe it was the 40s there was this law that's so basically the movie studios mm. <clears throat> they controlled everything they made the movies they distributed the movies and they exhibited the movies because they had their own theater chains so you could you know they would well paramount owned everything back then. yeah and so you could, like, go to a Paramount Theater and watch, you know, like a MGM movie, but, you know, basically they're playing all of their own movies. So then I guess the government or whoever stepped in and said, we got to break this up. They can't mm-hmm. end-to-end own this thing. So apparently <clears throat> it's expired and they're not going to renew it or they're not going to they're gonna get rid of it. And their rationale is that, well, that's not really an issue anymore, so there's no reason to have it. Which is just like, first of all, that's crazy to me because it'd be like... Yeah, murder's illegal, but since nobody murders anymore, let's yeah. we don't have to have that law anymore. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, we all know where this is going. But so now <clears throat> that's run out and so that's no longer illegal. And there's a few interesting things that I found about this. One is that the the companies back in the day, the the, the studios used to own everything end to end. As we now as we turn into like this streaming era, mm-hmm. Disney obviously being the biggest example of it, they, they're starting to own it end to end. So now Disney makes the films or shows and, you know, produce them. And then now they're exhibiting them on their streaming platform. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but this opens up the door for like, you know, Warner Brothers or Paramount to like, or Disney to buy AMC or these smaller theaters. Yeah. Um, and I found that to be kind of interesting because now... As if indie films weren't hard enough to get in theaters, if these companies start buying out theaters, it's going to be impossible to get your, your yeah. movie in there unless it goes through the mood, the studio system. So um, I don't know. I found that to be quite troublesome. Well, I mean, we knew where this was heading. I mean, Disney buying everything and, yeah. you know. That's my, and my, my, my prediction is that Disney's going to buy AMC. They won't call it like Disney theaters. It'll still be AMC, but they'll own it. And then, yeah. you know, so it's just something I found to be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I want to be surprised, but I'm not, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't really surprise me. Um, so, okay. So what else? So, um, well, in in some recent news, everybody's just sort of been talking about this whole, um, this whole casting story with Julia Roberts. Mm. I was just going to touch on that for a sec. Um so if you haven't heard it, the the whole thing was that I guess during an interview, uh, I believe it was a writer or something. Mm. Um, I don't feel well enough to really look into it, but it was somebody <laughs> there. Uh-huh. And mind you, this was they they were referencing to this being back in the nineties, I believe, mid nineties. Mm. Uh, not that it makes any better, but it wasn't a recent thing. Um, that they had wanted to uh, the 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 new movie that came out about Harriet Tubman. 
apparently has been that script has been in the works for like 20 plus years, which right. I can't even imagine writing something right. for that long. That would drive me crazy. But so the film has gotten made, whatever. Um, but uh, I, so I guess the, the director of that, I think it was the director of that was, you know, referencing this or something. I don't know. Don't quote me. Okay. But basically, long story short, is that some exec in in some big conference room when they were discussing this film being released and, you know, p- potentially making it. So um, his suggestion was that they cast Julia Roberts. Clearly. Right. Um, you know, so initially I'm like, well, this must this must be like an onion thing, you know, and yeah. I was like, oh, OK. Um, but then I, I saw it on different sources and I'm like, oh, OK, yeah. Uh, you know, and so some people are like, well, you know, this was a really long time ago. Like, I was like, yeah, but I mean, in the 90s, like. So I was could, there not cultural appropriation in the 90s? Not nearly as much. I mean, you know, we had. Well, the concept still existed. It, yeah, but I mean, we. No, no. I mean, like the the the, the awareness of that wasn't yeah. as as prominent in the 90s. I mean, you had, you know, Tom Cruise playing an Asian yeah, you know, so and and uh, amongst many other films, um, but I could believe this as potentially making sense to somebody in like the fifties, right. right? Because like they didn't see anything wrong with that back then, yeah, like at all, yeah. That was just you know, it was like oh, just put you know, put Mickey tape Mickey Rooney's eyes back. He's Asian, yeah, you know. And so it's like th- this was unfortunately how Hollywood was, but. So for the mid '90s, I just thought, like, really? Yeah. That's still to me not really? that really. <laughs> it's really not that far away. No. Um, yeah. And so I guess th- this person's excuse when when it was then brought to their attention that, oh, by the way, you know, H- Harriet Tubman's black, and they were like, "That's a long time ago. Like, no one's really going to notice that." <laughs> that was their response. Okay. It was a long time ago. Nobody's going to care about that. So they care enough to go watch a movie about it. Uh, right. I mean, <laughs> and and just first of all, there's a lot of there's a lot of people just then now going off on like racial tangents with Julia Roberts. She did not do the film. No, no. She did not know about the film. I don't know that this was even brought up to her. Probably not. It was a suggestion in a boardroom. Yeah. This has nothing to do with Julia Roberts. She was like the hot ticket item at that time. Mm-hmm. So that's why they, you know, whoever this idiot was, pulled her name out of the hat. Yeah. Um. But, you know, right away, people just start, you know, with fucking Julia Roberts. Like, look, Julia Roberts has nothing to do with this. This is not, you know, her name was thrown in there, but this wasn't a choice of hers. She didn't actually consider doing this film. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so that was was the news in that, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. There was also, I just recently have read a a headline. The rumor is that the actress Brenda Song, you know Mm -hmm. her? Mm -mm. Apparently she wasn't Asian enough for Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I don't know if there's any truth to it, but I, I saw the headline and I thought I'd, you know, put it out there as fact to uh, further the conspiracy theories, yeah. you know? Why not? That's what I do. So, um, obviously, we're going to be keeping things kind of short because I can't breathe. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but we wanted to try to get a uh, review in. We've been kind of busy, mm-hmm. haven't been able to watch a lot of stuff. Um, so we got, we finally got around to watching Tom Cullen's Pink Wall. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been following the Instagram and all that mm-hmm. stuff and kind of waiting for it. And I think it's available to like rent. Yeah. I think we rented it, but yep. I don't remember how much it was. I don't know. Maybe three ninety nine or something. Or something like, yeah. $5 or something. Um, and so, yeah, so we, we watched the film. It's starring um, Tatiana Maslany yep. and Jay Duplass. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And uh, we were we were excited to see this. Uh, Tom Cullen, in case you're not aware, is Tatiana Maslany's partner. Mm. I think. Yeah. I know they were partners, but I don't yeah. know if they still are. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know it's them. I don't know their business. But they were. Um, and so um, we were excited to see this. To see this because you you're you've got the crushes on her. Well, she's just very talented. She is, but you also have a huge crush on her. Well, she's very talented. So, um, <laughs> oh, I like that 70 year old smokers from laugh. Um, so what, what did you, you, you went in levels with this. So I'm going to ask you what you yeah, thought. So the thing, well, I liked it. Okay. Now um, he likes it. But the weird thing is, is I, at first when I watched it, I was like, okay, all right. She was great. Obviously he was. Um, okay, you know, like he kind of grew on me a little bit, like, like whatever. Fungus. Yeah. Um, but it was weird because I watched it and it was, it's filmed in a very kind of, uh, um, uh, indie, like Style. raw kind of like, maybe it's all practical lighting type of way. And, um, I was like, okay, you know, whatever, get it. And, and then I finished watching it and I was like, yeah, that was good. But it's one of those films that the further I get away from, having watched it, the more I look back and I'm like, you know what? That was pretty good. <laughs> you know? So I actually like it more now than when I finished watching it. Yeah. It's very weird. Um, but she was great in it. It's very, um, uh, you know, it kind of dives into this relationship. They jump all over the place time-wise, which mm-hmm. was a little like, th- you know, like, all right, this was two years in or five years in or whatever. So you kind of have to adjust to that a little bit if you're not into that kind of style of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you know, it was it was good. It was good. I, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but um, I don't think there's much that you can give away. I mean, it's a, it's a movie about a relationship. It's yeah. pretty obvious. It's pretty I feel like some of the motivations were kind of like I don't, you know, they spend so much time on their relationship that the things they do outside of the relationship, they don't really. There's not really like a lot of motivation that. Oh yeah, I I saw, I saw that coming. Mm. Or if one of the character does something, you're like, oh. That's that was unexpected, but I guess if you're in the relationship, maybe that's how you'd feel. Well, I think that you know, spoiler. Um, I think that no matter what, I knew that this was going to crash and burn. Mm. There was like there was no point, and that was from the trailer. Like from watching the trailer, I was like, this is going to be a film about the absolute decline of this relationship. Yeah. Um, I never thought that this was going to be like some happy ending oh, like yeah, type of, of thing. You know, it was it's just pretty obvious that that's what it was going to be. Um. I, I, I liked the film. I really liked the film. I wasn't sold on Jay Duplass at first. I was like, um, he came off as a brat. Like not, I wasn't not sold on him as a person, just as a character. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I kind of hate this guy. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> you know? uh, I, I didn't like him at first. He came off as really childish. And like, I thought, what what does she see in him? That The way that he would react to things and overreact to things and and then he he just sort of grew on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the end, I, I didn't feel the same. But in the beginning, I just thought, like, don't like this guy. Yeah. And I didn't know how I was going to actually be able to stay invested in the film because I just didn't like the way that he was responding to things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <clears throat> I mean, they did a great job of it. You know, they, they, they did. There was like these specific scenes where they're um, standing at, because I think it's like a loft that he lives in. And, like those sort of big wall windows mm-hmm. um, and they're smoking or talking mm-hmm. or whatever. And there's, it's just really nice. The lighting was just so nice for that scene. Um, and not, not 
I, I don't know if it was practical. If it was, then the, what the hell do they film on? Because it's we so know what difficult. They on. Well, yeah, but it's so difficult to mm-hmm. get that um, that sort of moonlighting mm-hmm. sort of look with and still maintain detail. Yeah. Usually you get a whole bunch of facial details lost. And yeah. um, so they did really good with that lighting and they experimented a lot with angles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did, I did enjoy, I, I liked the film. Mm-hmm. I will say that I feel like you did such a great job of capturing that honeymoon phase of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was this moment where they're, it's not really a spoiler, but they're they're kind of like kind of in, in his place, just kind of like laying oddly on furniture, like just <laughs> talking. And I, I so related to that, and I felt like that was just such a great way to capture that kind of moment. You know, when you hang out with somebody for the first time, and you're up to like four in the morning, yeah. just talking and trying uh, to to get to know every single thing yeah. about them. Yeah, so I thought that scene was really kind of, uh, I guess, poignant, as it were. <laughs> You're using you some big words yeah. today, Daddy. Uh, um, so that was that was really well done, and you know the you know the way that it was shot was was really nice too. It was all in close and tight and personal. Yeah, there is there is something though that that goes down that I won't say that I didn't see coming. Yeah, actually, I was like, oh, that one actually got me. Well, that I think it's probably the same thing I was thinking about. That like, there's where's the motivation for that? You yeah, know? yeah. It just uh, it it sort of threw me. Yeah. But the way that it got delivered was, as an audience member, if you will, I, I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, which I think was the point, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I I I did enjoy it. I liked, you know, Tatiana Maslany has a very um, there's a very sort of organic flow to her performances. It's not, and and I I mean this in a positive way is that. She doesn't veer very veer very far from who she is when she plays that character. Like we met her very briefly, mm-hmm. and um, just so much of her reactions, watching her talk to other fans and stuff when they were like taking pictures and stuff, it's just very much who she is. Yeah. And so there's this very natural way that she plays a character, and I think that people underestimate how difficult it is to play natural. Mm. What, as soon as you see a camera. And you tell somebody to just act naturally, you automatically don't. Yeah. And so there's well, there's levels about, to that. I've talked about that before, and how how there's just you know a certain kind of naturalness that people the actors have. Um, yeah, but sometimes, see, just to Ta- exist Tatiana in a Maslany scene. plays natural very well. Like in this film, I feel like she was she was reading from a script, but she was playing herself as that character, if that mm. makes any sense. You know what I mean? She didn't, there weren't like characteristics. Right. I didn't think that, like she gave her a different voice or a way of speaking. This is the yeah. way she speaks. It's the way she responds and walks and moves and all that stuff. But she was playing a character. Then you have people like, um, and I love him to death, but you have people like Jeff Goldblum, right? How could you not love Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> but he's not much of a character, actor you know it's like jeff goldblum can't help but be jeff goldblum so you get that aspect of his personality in every single one of his characters because there's no shutting that off he he just can't do it yeah um whereas she can she can play characters she was an orphan black for christ's sake like she can play characters and she can change things it's just that in something like this i feel that that's what makes it very relatable it felt like a move in, in in a good way it felt like there 
it was the type of movie that was like, yeah, there's probably a script, obviously, but it just felt like the director would be like, all right, here's the goal of the scene. Mm-hmm. Go, you know. Maybe. And giving, it kind of like, it reminded me of like, a, uh, in a good way, again, in a good way, it reminded me of like those acting exercises where you're like, all right, you have to get this information from this person and this person, and they don't know what mm-hmm. they have to get from each other. And it's just this kind of natural kind of organic scene natural natural (laughs) and the way that the scenes kind of um developed was very kind of natural yeah Yeah. i enjoyed it i liked the performances Mm -hmm. i thought they i thought they were good that it was i don't know if it was tom cullen's directorial debut i think it might have been i'm not sure about that i don't want to say it is but maybe it is um so yeah so we enjoyed that Mm -hmm. i would recommend it Mm -hmm. again Mm -hmm. it's you can purchase it or rent it to me it's worth you know the four dollars I'm going to segue now mm-hmm. on that. So speaking of renting things, we have, we recently, like recently I, I had asked you like last weekend to just kind of check what we've been paying for cable. Mm. And cause we do, you know, you do a lot of these, you, you do like automatic payment on everything. And the problem with yep. that is that they don't send you bills anymore. So you don't really get to see what you're paying for. It's just like, they oh, we pulled the money out. Like and one of 50 emails. Yeah, you, you know, we've pulled the money out. Don't worry, you paid us. But you don't get like this actual physical bill that you can actually observe and look at. And so uh, Comcast, because they weren't going to be uh, sponsoring Sponsor. us anytime soon anyway. <laughs> so I'm putting your asses on blast. Um, they have the, and And it's not just them. It's all cable companies. Right. You know, you sign up for these stations, you get your 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 movie stations and all that stuff. And then these things expire. But who the hell keeps track of when they yeah. had started That's the game this plan. whole thing? Right. Nobody yep. does that. And they know that. So you start your um, you know, you, you have your service, whatever. And this started with um, Showtime and Stars. We we got Showtime because I got hooked on the affair because they gave me a free trial. And I, I fucking chomped on that bit <laughs> as as they intended. And then Ash versus Evil Dead was coming out. So you were like, we have to get stars. Mm -hmm. So we added this, though, to our package. Right. It was an additional, I don't know, like $12 or $13 a month for these two stations. Oh, okay. And then, of course, I don't remember what date that was. Mm -hmm. And so sometime last year, I was like, what are we paying? I'm just curious. And we were at like almost $180. And I was like, Jesus Christ, are you yeah. kidding me? We don't have all the movie stations. Mind you, we have HBO Stars and Showtime. That's it. We don't have like the movie channel mm-hmm. and Cinemax and um, independent, whatever the other is, another mm-hmm. one. We don't have any of those. We don't have a landline, not that we need one, but usually it's like, oh, you figure you've got like- You have a number though. You've, no. No? No. Mm-hmm. You've got like the max package when you're paying that much. Yeah. Not so. And so I thought that was ridiculous. And we had called to try to like lower this, couldn't, whatever. So I asked you recently, just look at the bill. I'm curious. Two sixteen. Yeah. Two hundred and sixteen dollars for the same thing we had last year for one eighty. That outraged me. Yeah. So we were finally like, okay, time to cut the cord. It's time to cut the cord, and not because you're saving so much money, because now everybody else is catching on, right? They have to. Substi- has their own there there needs to be a substitute for this now. Yeah. So that's the problem. I think we were saving by cutting the cord. We were saving like maybe sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. Sixty bucks is sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was just I just thought that was kind of insane because Comcast is also cutting stars. Yeah. In December, so it's like we were going to be paying two sixteen for one less movie channel. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's kind of ridiculous. So you called and you were like, "Is there any way for us to lower this bill?" And it was just like, 
Nay. Yeah. There's Nay, just really no, no way to do we it. Have, we have nothing. We have nothing, nothing. So I, and I'm whispering to you, like, as you're on the phone, ask her about just internet. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't answer that question. She had to put you on with somebody else to answer that question. Yeah. And then they gave me a price for internet, and then I go online, and I'm like, oh. No, but the-, the best part of it was that we were transferred to that person so that we could discuss what the cost would be just for internet to cut the cord on the cable. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, when she introduced herself, sweet as pie, this girl. Mm-hmm. I was going to just call her Caitlin because she sounded like you, Caitlin. Oh, we're just here to help you to see if we could lower your bill. Well, how are you lowering my bill? Why are we lowering bills? I thought we couldn't lower the bill anymore. And all of a sudden I say that I want to cut cable and you're lowering my bill. And their magical solution was to offer us Netflix for free in that price. And I'm like, wow, so you saved me $12? And now I got to pay for Netflix through you. And it's like, no, no, thank you. Uh, Yeah, so that was it. And then once like we we weren't really biting and when you kept asking about the internet, just the internet costs, um, this thing got real like dry. Yeah. (laughs) Suddenly she wasn't so happy and she wasn't so happy to help us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've decided that we're going to be cutting the cord. Because you think about like how many shows there are that we still haven't watched. I mean, I've been working a lot with, you know, finishing this film, but there's just so much content that because we're big on like, we'll just sit and do whatever and just have the TV on as uh, background noise, yeah. you know? So that to us was, I think was kind of like. That was literally thing, why we did it. You know? Yeah. So now it's just a matter of like, because. Now it's more purposefully watching stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, we have Hulu, so like you can always just put something on. But um, my only thing that I'm going to miss is that I I don't always get to see what shows are coming out. I usually see those previews before watching a show that I've put on the DVR. And then I see a commercial for something and I'm like, oh, I want to see that. And then, Mm. you know, I make a note of it. I'm sure it'll come across. I don't know how I'm gonna. Well, no, it's just like having to actively like go on the HBO site and watch everything that's coming out that's new because and Showtime and all that stuff. Still would have HBO and all the shows. Yeah, but I don't have. We'll have the previews at the beginning. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, it. I used. It's not just in that. It would be in the commercials that you'd see it. Mm. Like as a commercial, they'd show a preview for something. So, Mm. um, yeah, having to purposefully put a show on to have background yeah. noise is so weird. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. But we'll have to get used to it because $216 a month. No, thank you. No, thank you. And honestly, of those stations, I watched like a quarter of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's it's, uh, that's always the case. We have shows that we watch and then we, but then, you know, there's never a moment where we're just looking through and then watch something that we want to watch. It's just to watch something to pass. Yeah, the it's time. just like, oh look, Ace Ventura is on again. Yeah. Oh look, Goodfellas is on again. Oh look, Shawshank Redemption is on again. Mm-hmm. Oh, my cousin Vinny. All films that I'll stop and watch because they're on. But yeah. I, I wasn't sitting there like this is exactly what I wanted to watch right now. Yeah. So to me, not definitely not worth. Definitely not worth that money. Comcast, you be tripping. Just so we'll, so we're gonna switch over, and I'm sure when we call to cancel, they'll be like, "No, no, what can we do? What can we do?" You can bring this bill down to 150, and then I'll stay. <laughs> well, if they can beat the price that we're getting, then yeah. Have we finished? Is there anything else that you've watched or that I finished the the British Bake Off? Oh yeah, Woo! yeah. I love that show. I haven't really been watching much because I've been working. Well, you didn't watch the British Bake Off ever. No. But I'll peek over because I just love because you make that an American baking show and people are cursing each other out and they oh hate God. each other. But these people are like rooting for each they other and so helping supportive. each other. It's so it's so refreshing to watch. It's such a, it's such a British 
Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like if it was a Canadian baking like show. Like if somebody goes up there it. and they're like, "Oh, this isn't working," you see everyone like, "Oh no!" Everyone's I'm like trying to encourage you. It, it's probably not that bad. It's probably not that bad. Yeah, it's so it's so funny to watch that. You can fix it, flower. You can fix it. It's all right. Um, mm. They're so they're just there. It's it's a team. Yeah, they're there for each other. Somebody gets voted off, whatever, and everyone's hugging and. Yeah, they're like. I mean, like when you when you have funny. like Master Chef and those types of shows, there's actually parts of the show where you have to team up with a partner and then fight for your life. Yeah, and the whole point of that episode is to watch them try not to kill each other during the show. Whereas, like on this show, it's just like people will literally help another person when they finished their. I finished my cake. What do you need me to do? Yeah, can you unmold this for me? Yeah, and they don't throw it on the floor like we would do. Oh, yeah. you want me to unmold it? Fling right across the room. Yeah. Um, they're just, they're just so lovely. Mm. It's just such a lovely show. And I, you know, it's the baking and stuff. So I I enjoy that. But, um, I wish we weren't such assholes. Yeah. Basically is what I took from that. We're a bunch of, um, egotistical, violent assholes. Yay, America. Yay, Yay, America. So, um, that's, that's over, which makes me sad, but Mm. I'll have it again next year on Netflix because... I used I had started watching that because it was on PBS I think but then it was like scattered hmm. so when it made it to Netflix I was very excited it's all in one place now yeah one thing I will say however on the um, cutting the cord thing Hulu we paid the extra three dollars to get rid of commercials and that is worth it yeah if there's anything to spend three dollars on every month it's no commercials it's no commercials and I enjoy that however there is something. That I've noticed about Hulu with a lot of the older TV series, I haven't really delved too far into it. But the first one that I noticed, I Love Lucy. Yeah. You only get certain episodes yeah. per season. I didn't notice that with a lot of others because I I have my, like, my little uh, favorites mm-hmm. list, I guess, on there. And so my go-tos are like Will and Grace and the Golden Girls. And I was gonna put I Love Lucy on there and I noticed it would be like episode one, two, four, seven, nine, twelve, fourteen, fifteen, eighteen. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like what what logistical reason is it what's going is was there like a copyright infringement or uh, yeah. something on these other episodes? I don't understand yeah. why you would have well, some yeah, they of probably this, of have episodes. to pay and they want as many as they can, but then they'll just pick well we can only afford twenty or something and then they'll just pick what? the ones that they feel are the best. That would be my guess. That's subjective. I don't care what you think is yeah. best. I want to be able to pick between all of the I Love Lucy episodes. You should be able to pick your 20 then. Bastards. Yeah. So that's something that is a little bit disappointing that I'm I'm starting to notice. Yeah. It's really sad, but TV is such a, like TV is such a huge part of my life mm-hmm. and was such a huge part of my life growing up that not having a television on in the background, just live TV, it's somewhat first world traumatic for me. <laughs> I've never like, not was it power like, out or something. Yeah, I've Why never <laughs> had that before. I've never not been able to just turn on the TV and have random shows playing yeah. commercials and all that stuff. It's just so bizarre to think that in in a short time I'll have to turn the TV on and be like, okay, what do I want to hear while I'm not paying attention to it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like hearing this in the background. Yeah, I don't get it. It's an adjustment. Yeah. But you well, know. what was me? Mm, yeah, what was right. us? Um, so that's it for this week because I'm basically just trying to stay alive mm. and make it till Thanksgiving. Right. 
to Thanksgiving, not till. I don't want to yeah. die after that. Yeah. That's not that was not what I meant. <laughs> um, but I'm 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 dreading. I haven't prepped for Thanksgiving yet. Mm-hmm. Meaning I haven't done any of the supermarket stuff yet. Anyone who cooks knows what a nightmare that is. Yeah. No, I would basically not really bother until the day before Thanksgiving to see if I'm up to doing it. And that's just like mayhem. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, why would, why would anyone want to go to? I don't want to, but uh, I don't have anything. And I'm not going to buy all these things if I'm not going to be up to making them. Yeah. So if these antibiotics, like, don't really make a difference by then, I'm not. We're eating frozen pizza. <laughs> we did that one year, yeah. actually. Yeah. I wasn't going to be cooking for Thanksgiving. I was like, eh, I'm not doing it. And then we forgot that everything is closed because we're in upstate New York. Like if we were in the city, we would have easily yeah. found stuff that was open. But I was like, oh shit, I did not plan for this at all. And now I can't even go, let's go grab a slice of pizza. And I was like, I have Elio's in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a sad Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Whatever. So um I don't know. What, I don't know what we have coming in the future. We have our mega sode. Hopefully, if I'm done with the plague and nothing else happens to me, mm-hmm. we have our Megasode coming mid-December, which I cannot believe is like almost a here. week away. Yeah, What? Yeah. It's yeah. happening. I'm not ready for all this Christmas stuff. We'll be here before you know it. Well, thank you for listening to us. I know it's been tough because we sound terrible, especially me. Yeah. Or sexy. I don't know. Maybe Depending that does your, it for you. Yeah, your, your preference. Oh, I don't judge. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us. Yep. And we hope it was worth it. I, I would. I, I'd hope so. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. Good. That was, that was good input. Thank you for that, sir. You got it. Bye. Bye.